there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. Now, there is no hiding. There is no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we cannot change if we are not willing to be real about what needs to change. <laughs> on today's Real WW Talk, this is kind of mind boggling, but did you know that achieving your goals actually affects the food and drink industry and not necessarily positively. We read a fascinating article that details the pivots the food industry is making now that semaglutides are working. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello. Welcome to another Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, how was your week? How are you doing? Ricky, how you doing? I'm doing well. No complaints. I, I feel like things are just moving along. It's getting, oh my gosh, it was just the beginning of October and now we're almost at the end. So it just feels like time is flying, but um, I, I can't complain. I feel like even though I like warm weather, I feel like I accept the colder weather because it comes with the changing of the leaves and I'd still enjoy being outside and it's easier to walk when, you know, still in our step at easier to walk when it's, you know, it's not already hot outside because I'm going to get hot when I walk. <laughs> and I am counting down the days to my cruise. I am going on a cruise Yay. in a few weeks. It feels like I haven't had a vacation and, you know, with COVID, like the cruise industry had like gone away, but it's back full force. And I am a cruise lover and I am so excited. So I've been using the step bet to get myself ready. I'm like, it's not even about losing so much weight before the cruise. It's mm -hmm. just more having something to look forward to and trying to put my best foot forward until then. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's been consuming my mind because everything's are you, planned. Are you and David going to do formal night on the cruise? Uh, are you doing well, And then I have my mom. If you all think I'm extra, you know, I get it from my mom and dad. And my mom's like, we should wear matching stuff for the cruise. Uh, <laughs> we have to find an outfit because they're coming with us. It's a big family thing. So we'll have those those photos, those formal nights. And yes. going to put my son in a matching outfit with my husband and be that cheesy <laughs> family. It's going to be the best. Oh, just wait. I can't wait to see those pictures. Just wait. That's going to be so adorable. I cannot wait. My husband's absolutely against it. He's like, no. <laughs> If you find it, buy it, I'll wear it, but I'm not going to do it happily. So. <laughs> David. Oh, oh my God. It's the best. It's I the know. best. Um, you, Aaron. Uh, good. You know, just kind of like laser focused on a lot of things right now. And the Fitbit step bet has been fantastic because, wow, I'm sorry, I just hit my microphone right there. So excited, guys. <laughs> uh, I will tell you why it's been really awesome for me and is because in all of the busy, this is one thing that I'm forced to put myself first on. Mm. I'm forced to make time to do this because I don't, I don't want to quit. I don't want to, um, I just don't want something else to come up above me. If that makes sense. Like I, I feel like for those of us who struggle with weight and weight loss and adhering to these types of things, it's because we're people pleasers or because we will put ourselves last on things. And in a really, really busy season with a lot of like big, important things, this is a little space for me to go. Nope. I'm I've carved this out for me. So 
and you can't lose $40. I mean, so. even though I've flushed more than that down the drain with WW. <laughs> Years you can lose it in a step bet, though. So it's like, <laughs> right? Who knew? Who knew? So ridiculous. I know. So so ridiculous. Uh, we have some really nice things that have been happening inside of the Real WW Talk Facebook group. And if you want to find us, just search Real WW Talk on Facebook to join the group. It's it's a really great group. Um, but I just want to highlight Shell in Florida. She participated in a breast cancer walk and popped a picture in there of her on the walk and all of her pink. And she said, I got my steps in from my step bit doing something good. That was so awesome. And then, um, Alyssa in Florida guys, I don't know if you saw her picture. She is down 38 and a half pounds from March. And she happens to work at a place um, with a very famous mouse that's celebrating, I think, 100th, his 100th birthday. <laughs> oh, Mickey. What could that be? And um, she put on her work uniform and she did this side-by-side picture that she dropped in the group. And you could just see the difference. Not only yeah. like that, 38 and a half pounds down, but her whole face was just glowing and she just looks so radiant and so confident and it was it was awesome i love not i love clothing non-scale victories like Mm -hmm. yes they're my absolute favorite and like you said for the reasons of not just are they wearing it but the confidence it exudes Mm -hmm. what you're wearing yes you get the right outfit man i'm telling you step out of the way step out of the way (laughs) absolutely Uh, Also, I just want to give a special highlight to Carol because she posted a picture of candy corn and peanuts. And she said, if you know, you know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The candy corn memes and pictures throughout the Facebook group have been completely making my life. I said it. I love it. But there really are two teams. I would just there say are. you have you know, that's consistent. I do want to say, Carol, because she's right. When you know, you know, I really want you guys to try the candy corn with some peanuts. Now, Candace, I know you you've tried peanuts before. On the air, I have done that. Right. I had a, a cashew. peanut, or is it cashew? I had so a cashew. We just got to get you with some more of that. They taste like it tastes like a butterfinger when the two go together. Completely changes candy corn if you eat it with a peanut. Mark my words. I'm looking at Ricky because Ricky likes both, and Ricky I I don't. I, okay, I was not following you. Like I, I thought we were just talking about candy corn, and then you were like eating candy corn and peanut. Uh, that's not something that I um, have tried. Is that a Midwest thing or something? Explain <laughs> 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 all the strange things. Because <laughs> you know, like with Chick Fil A with the pimentos, or like people in the Midwest or some great pimentos. I didn't know if the candy corn and peanuts was like something else. Pimentos, like the South, not the Midwest, and it's pimento cheese. It's not like something. That's just my popped. point. It wasn't from the East Coast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I thought that was one of those things that somebody else claimed. Oh my gosh. The East, they're like those people with the sauerkraut and pork. What's and that about? There people who put peanuts in Coke. Have you heard huh? of that? No. No I, no, I don't do it. I just thought I saw that or heard that somewhere that people put like peanuts You're in. You're going to need to pull that I would not scream to my husband, David, and ask him, but he would concur. It was on one of those shows. I thought for sure, Aaron, if anyone knew, you'd be like, yeah, that's. 
this thing I've from never. This okay. is going down a crazy rabbit hole. No, this is a crazy rabbit hole. Let's but candy back. corn and peanuts. Okay, just try a couple together, and it tastes like a Butterfinger. It's I trust you, delicious. It's really good. I can see the skeptical things on your face. I'm not going to believe is, the point. Okay, I'm sorry. We're going even further into this. I don't like Butterfinger. Well, then you won't enjoy this. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> How could you, you like Butterfingers so much? I don't understand. I they're, love like, Butterfingers. You break your teeth on them. Like they're they just so break crunchy. your teeth. Butterfingers are, they don't break your teeth. They are hard. They, they rock hard. I'm you like, have gotten I, the ones from the dollar store or something where they're like, I, oh, I don't think I've had a good old decent fresh Butterfinger is crispy in your mouth and no, then it like crumbles. You use your molars and you're just like it's peanut butter and like goodness riddle. And chocolate. It's, no. <clears throat> okay. Moving on. <laughs> That'll be another topic. I want to have one of things that you should like that you don't and you can go through that. <laughs> that hurts, Ricky. That hurts a lot. So Candace, that's it. why I feel like you might be open to candy corn when eaten with the peanut. I think that might. I I don't think, but I appreciate <laughs> that you say it tastes like that. And I believe you. And I'm just going to let you enjoy it and oh enjoy. <laughs> and whoever, who was that who posted? Christy or Carol. Carol, enjoy your peanuts and candy That's fine. Corn. I'm not going to try and convince you because it's more for the two of us. And so. Team candy corn. Here we are. I'm going to make a shirt that says team candy corn. Forget about vacation carrots. We are team candy corn. I know one thing we all agree (laughs) on, and then we can get off of it is Reese's. We all agree that Reese's are the winners all the time. See, this is why we can continue. Mm -hmm. Let me just add Reese's uh, brought to the shelves, a plant-based Reese's cup. Huh. I can't can't eat Reese's anymore because it has milk and stuff in it. So the new plant-based one, I have tried it. It is not as good as the original Reese's. I would actually venture to say that Justin's peanut butter cups Mm -hmm. and the dark chocolate are better. Oh, good. But, but I'm going to give a huge hand to Reese's for having a plant-based cup on the regular shelves because that's, that means a lot. That mm-hmm. means a lot. This was the one time I thought that something artificial would work in your fa- flavor. Uh, flavor. Flavor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that they'd be like, it's not really filled with things you can't have. Because the fact that you can have an Oreo is just still the winner. Yeah. You can have as many double stuffed Oreos as you want. Gluten free double stuffed <laughs> Oreos for the win. And they are vegan for anybody who needs to be vegan. That's why they had them at my cancer center, which is ridiculous. Why did they get to cancer patients? Okay, anyway, go ahead. Okay, uh, Michelle in Alabama, she said, I just want to give a shout out to the ladies, Aaron, Candace, Ricky, for the step bet. I'm watching my Fitbit for all my steps. And because of the podcast, I'm loving WW again. Thank you, ladies, for the real talk. I've so needed a jolt. Now let's lace up and get this done. I love it. Very sweet. Yay. Let's get it done. We're almost there. Congratulations. We are coming across (laughs) the finish line. We are churning it, ladies. Yes. Um, And then Amy, she wrote about uh, our episode two weeks ago when we were talking about the semaglutides. Um, and she said, listen, I just, she's like, I want to say something is I think in my younger, dumber and thin as a baby snake years, I would love to have had thin as a baby snake years. 
Uh, <laughs> she's, I may have looked down at my nose at people who use medicine or surgery on their weight loss journey. But fortunately, getting older gave me plenty of opportunities to learn empathy. Mm. I cannot possibly know and understand everyone's experiences. And I think that how you approach this challenge really is nobody's business but your own. So if somebody gets their undies in a bunch over how you choose to live your life, tell them to take a hike. Love Ooh. it. Worry about yourself. I, <laughs> love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know what? I really appreciate it's the empathy thing. I think uh, same thing, like as we've all gotten older, we've just started to learn more empathy yeah. towards mm-hmm. one another and realizing that everyone's health journey is very different yeah. from someone else's life is a, the biggest teacher. Sometimes mm-hmm. things that you didn't know when you were younger because you hadn't experienced it, mm-hmm. you know, perspectives yeah. change. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, um, this smagglet, I can't even say it. Cause every, I see it and I want to pronounce it phonetically. And it looks like, it looks I mean, like semaglutide. Yes. Yeah, last week you were saying semiglutides. Yes, it yeah. looks like that, but it's semaglutides. Okay. So, um, so I saw this article and I sent it to to you ladies to read because I thought it was so fascinating. There was uh, you know, we just ended the the third quarter in the business world, and so everybody's trying to assess where things are, and everybody has realized the massive impact of uh, this medication. And the fact that it's working for people and it's helping to address obesity. Mm-hmm. And so what they're noticing is that people are eating less and they're buying less and the stores are starting to freak out because they're wondering why in the world they're not making as much money when you guys read, and by the way, you can find this article in the show notes, and I'd love for you to take a read and you, and you know pop over into the Real WW Talk Facebook group and tell us your thoughts on it. What did you guys think when you read this article? I was fascinated. I think one of the things that stuck out to me is the potential implications of things like flights that you never would have thought of, like, you know, if let's say 50% of the people on there have lost weight and maybe it's something as quote unquote little as 10 or 20 pounds that could impact like the fuel usage of the plane compared to previous fuel usage because of the weight of the passengers. And it could save airlines a significant amount of money. Um, So like, I think there's implications in that. And even further than that, you know, would that then in the future impact the cost of flights? Um, You know, I, I think that's really interesting. And I think it's one area I would have never thought that these drugs that are helping individual people um, could have an effect on just society and economics and all of that. <laughs> yeah, I was more struck by how I maybe pessimistically. It's like I feel like these organizations, these these food brands, they have never really been on our side. Not that I ever mm. really thought they were, <laughs> but like the fact that they're like freaking out, like oh my goodness my fatties, you know, or whatever (laughs) are going to be like thin and they don't want my food. Like it's, 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 I was really annoyed by it. If I'm Mm -hmm. honest, like when I read it, it was a feeling of we've been trying to set them up Mm -hmm. and now they have something to help them against kind of the things that we put out there that keeps them triggered. 
not just trying to set us up successfully Successfully. putting things in our food to make food addictive. And And so now we have to circle and figure out what we're going to do because our business model is about to fail Um, because, you know, overweight people now have this thing in their, you know, in their ammo, they have ammo or they have this thing in their, in their back pocket to help them with uh, our tips and tricks, our tricks that are keeping us overweight. Yeah. That was my immediate thought. I don't know. What did you think? So this is what I love about the three of us, because I, out of the three of us, Ricky is the most optimistic (laughs) and she see, see, she finds the sunshine and things. Mm -hmm. And you and I are always looking, (laughs) we're like, Oh no, ma'am. We find a negative. <laughs> I'm thinking about cheaper plane tickets in the future. That's where my mind went. <laughs> you went for cheaper plane tickets, and I went. We're already paying this. They're not going to reduce the rate. They're just going to go make the profit from the gas, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. go that way. I was the same way. With like, I saw that, and I went. They're going to keep the profit from that, which you know, it's a business. Why shouldn't they? Yeah. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, look at. Look at the marketing and how successful the marketing is to us that sometimes our struggle with food isn't always the problem with us. It is the consistent marketing that we are, we are inundated with every single day, the things that they put in the food that get us to kind of keep coming back. Like you've, we've watched how it's made like those shows on food now where they say that they actually put things in there to trigger the dopamine sections of our brain. But there was, there was one particular quote in here that made me sit up and it was somebody from the North American uh, unit at Nestle um, so that they were clearly watching the impact of GLP-1 drugs, adding that they would create an opportunity for its lean cuisine meals. Mm. The quote, that kind of meal is exactly what you'd end up eating on these kinds of drugs. That's what you'd eat if you cared about yourself. <laughs> that's what it feels like it's like now that you all are deciding you want to be healthy and stuff maybe we should make you things that you will eat that i guess will keep you healthy and so this is so this is what i wonder and i think okay like date time mark stamp here Mm -hmm. in the next two months in the next month are we going to be seeing more commercials for lean cuisines and healthier, small of those mm-hmm. meals? Watch the commercials, mm-hmm. watch the trades, mm-hmm. watch all of those things. And let's, let's see. Yeah. Another part of the article that I thought was interesting is it talked very specifically about the impact on reducing cravings and addictive behaviors and how that could ripple across the market for tobacco, alcohol, and gaming because mm-hmm. they're finding that the, that these drugs suppress those addictive things within us mm-hmm. and that's making people happier and at the same point alcohol we know triggers hunger for food you go to to different gaming things what do you do you mindlessly eat things mm-hmm. um and the other pieces are they're like well you're in gaming like you're not going to want to keep doing those things if you're more fit and, and healthy. And so that means we're losing weight or we're losing money over in, in these particular areas. And so they're going, okay, well, how do we, how are we going to make this up? 
So I think we're at a really interesting time for those of us who live in this kind of bubble here to go, what's, what's going to be the new marketing? Well, and I, you know, what's new, what's going to come down to us. But I think that we look no further than Weight Watchers. I mean, we've seen real time a company, the company that we all have paid our money to do, to pivot and to say, Hey, this is on the market. How do we align our messaging and our product to what has now become an industry norm? It's going to be an industry, it's an industry norm now or getting there to say, and it's not just Weight Watchers. I think, Erin, you had sent us something a few weeks ago, not Nutrisystem. There was another diet plan that was, talk- Noom was oh. talking about the drug. So I mm-hmm. think that everyone who is forward thinking is going to have to have these conversations and figure out how to address the new their new consumer mm-hmm. who is availing themselves of this opportunity to turn and quiet down the noise because that's really what they're doing right that's what it's quieting the noise i'm i'm very curious to see too the impact on shopping especially like people who have addictive shopping tendencies because it's the same kind of thing. I, there's someone I follow on TikTok who um, is overcoming overspending. And everything that she says, I we've talked about this with other people before, but you could replace with food, you know, a food comment. And, and she has great, really great, um, you know, feedback and advice about um, just being in a better financial state. But you know, I wonder for people who are on these drugs, if it's quieting things down in other areas that we were talking about earlier, like tobacco and alcohol and gambling. I'm curious with spending because those are all so closely related. Will you see some people um, being more reserved or more cautious with their spending habits too? Mm-hmm. This um, here's another piece from the study, and this is a Morgan Stanley uh, research. In a study of 300 obesity drug patients this summer, many reported cutting back considerably on non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages with 65% consuming fewer sugary carbonated drinks and 62% drinking less alcohol. Almost a quarter stopped drinking alcohol altogether and almost 20% gave up sugary drinks altogether. I mean, that is, to me, those are exceptional numbers. That's exceptional Mm -hmm. life change. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about it, if you're not as hungry and you know, kind of get a sense of like, I'm going to be full soon. I know I wouldn't be reaching for a drink. Like I'd I'd be reaching for a little water maybe, but I'm not going to reach for a drink that's going to fill me up and make me feel sick, especially if the side effects of this drug or that you might feel sick if you overeat. I don't want to feel sick from overeating and from alcohol. (laughs) You know, I'd rather just eat until I'm satisfied and then stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm so, I'm really, really fascinated by this and what, you know, what are the subliminal messages that we're already, that are already coming into us, but knowing the impact of what this looks like in the future, Mm -hmm. what does, what does our grocery store displays look like Mm -hmm. coming up? Yeah. I'm interested to know too, but doesn't it also make you feel, I don't want to say it's not your fault a bit, you know, but it makes me feel a bit better 
about the fact that I have had the struggle because there's a recognition in the industry of what they're doing to keep you struggling for their bottom line. And whether you, from whatever end that you look at it, it's like, I understand as a business person why they want that. But as the person who's also been struggling and you say, why can't I get it together? What's the problem? We may have talked about it in meetings and we say, you know, the subliminal messaging, but to hear it and see in an article, Mm -hmm. there's an acknowledgement. There's going to be some changes to the way that we're going to have to do business because there's this thing that's going to help people kind of thwart all the things that we normally do makes me feel as someone who's not on the drug that has turned that part off yet a recognition that that is what is happening so that I can either, you know, I can, I can at least be aware of that because I think sometimes you're like, no, well, it's really just my willpower. And that's what Oprah was talking about a few weeks ago. We tie it to willpower. I just can't say no, what's wrong with me when really some people just have needed that to be turned off. Mm -hmm. And now the companies are going to have to follow suit. So in a way it kind of gave, it helped me to forgive myself a little bit to read that article. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it kind of makes me think about Rickley the um, the example that you shared two weeks ago in our conversations mm-hmm. uh, about equity and equality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you know, when we're going through this kind of like as a loose correlation, but just thinking about going through this journey, you know, you're working hard enough as it is, and then you have unbeknownst to you, because you're trying to do it as honest as possible. And it's not saying that the companies aren't honest in what they're doing, right? They're just, they're just pushing a product. That's what they're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. But you realize how much that marketing, how much that plays into where you're going and how hard it is to say no to things, because it's like, it just is served up on a plate in front of you constantly it's hard to say no because it's everywhere you turn and especially if you're very impressionable like i i'm willing to admit it that i i'm the one that they probably is their target demographic like i'm very visually stimulated so like i could not be wanting something but if, you, if something comes up on tv and it's a pizza that is the crust looks hot and the cheese is gooey it makes me want it in that moment I don't mm-hmm. care what shows show you that it's fake glue that they put on the pizza and that it really is. I'm like, okay, well, it worked for me, you know, like, <laughs> so when I know that I'm their target demographic, because I tend to have that challenge, you know, with impulse control, like mm-hmm. I am not that person who has that kind of more discipline. Like, I'm just going to think about it for a second and then I'll no. I'm like, I see it. I want it. You know, that right. is what I have to be able to calm down. So this is what I would love to ask and like even just think about is, so that, that was the moment that you feel was the impulse that you saw it. How many other times before that had you seen ads for pizza, you on your way to work, you've driven by how many different pizza places, right? Like all of these Think about all of the different things along the course of the day. You, your coworker was cooking pizza for lunch. So you smelled the pizza and then you saw a pizza box sitting out on the counter. And maybe that was yesterday. And then today you saw a commercial earlier, you were scrolling on the news and then here's a, 
you know, 300 by 250 ad on the side. Can you tell what I do for a living? 300 by 250 <laughs> ad on the side. That's for a pizza place. And that just kind of is subliminally there. And you write, like you go through all of these things. You're going through the grocery store. You've walked down the frozen pizza aisle and you saw it, but not really thought about it. You're getting home and then you see this commercial. You're like, I got to have a pizza. Mm-hmm. Which came first? Was it all of that? And then now you're berating yourself saying, I don't have enough willpower. Or was it that moment? Chicken or the egg. I (laughs) Right. Because I think, so one of the grocery stores that's in our area, and I'll give a shout out to them because I think they're actually, they've way, way expanded outside of us. But Moms, My Organic Market, Mm -hmm. they don't do any advertising to kids in the store. They don't do any products that have cartoon faces Mm -hmm. on it. And I love that about them because they just want you to buy the right food. And I feel like everything is really positioned well to be, let's just buy what's nourishing for yourself. However, I always manage when I go in there, I'm like, I can buy some goodies for myself because I'm at the health food store, right? (laughs) Either way, I still end up spending more than I should because of that. I love but <laughs> I, I appreciate the, the awareness and the mentality behind that of we're not going to, we're not going to use cartoon characters. We're not going to use those things to sell, to sell food because mm-hmm. we want to be what's about nourishing. Mm-hmm. Then you go into other places and you've got these giant end caps that are, you know, I th- think about right now, it's all of the seasonal food, all of the special mm-hmm. seasonal things. Oh, it's not the holiday if you don't get this, right? All mm-hmm. of the pumpkin spice, all of the maple things. Mm-hmm. And it, that wears on you. It can yeah. really wear on you. It does. They know the keyword to say like limited or, you know, there's there's words that are used that trigger us. I know like with someone who, likes you know shopping and things like that like if I see something's limited edition it might make me think twice about like oh well you know I was thinking about this for a holiday gift but it's not quite the holidays but maybe I should get it now because it might not be here in a few weeks because that word limited and then oh surprise surprise it's gone but now they have you know more back in stock because so many people you know are interested but that could have been their plan all along. They're just, you know, manipulative. And, and I think that's something I've been learning is to not pay attention too much to those words. <laughs> I think it also makes a case for why we're, why I am focused in my own personal journey on disconnecting more mm-hmm. because you, like you said, Aaron, when we talked about the chicken or the egg, marketing is everywhere. It's in your email box. You know, you, when you unsubscribe in the email list where they're sending it directly to you to say, have you seen this cookie? And then also you drive by the billboard and it has it. And then if you're on social media, it's in your ads because it's spying on you and it saw that you clicked on, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's reinforcing those things. And all of that plays into, you know, it's the, I'm, I agree with you. That's the business tactic. I get why they do it, but as the person who is adversely affected by it, I now have to focus on what I can do to empower myself, whether it be for people who use the drugs or I am disconnecting and, you know, just being more aware. Sometimes it's just knowing that that's their goal and that awareness can help you to say, hey, wait a second. I see what's going on here. (laughs) You just want me to buy that burger. (laughs) Right. 
and that's all it is. It's not like you really care, mm-hmm. you know, about right. And they'll right. say, well, I never said I did, you know, by my <laughs> you know, <laughs> you said I cared. I just told you it was good and it was pumpkin flavored. So, <laughs> but, you know, they always like the family member. They're always eating the Cinnabon. I'm not picking on Cinnabon, but I love Cinnabon. But it's like, you know, they're usually like the family. They're hugging each other in front of a fireplace with it right. gooey and they're mm-hmm. thin. And you're like, how are you thin eating a Cinnabon? I don't, I don't understand. So, <laughs> right. I went exactly. off on a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know what Candace thinks of what she thinks of Cinnabon now. Cinnabon. Yes. Um, yeah, fascinating. I just, I was really fascinated. Again, we've dropped the link in the um, the show notes. If you want to check it out, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Come join us in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. Just search Real WW Talk. Or, you know, if you're on Instagram, shoot us a message on Instagram. Uh, and of course, leave a, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a little uh, a comment there. But uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It was just it was very interesting to me. It was awareness, something that I've kind of forgotten about. It really just really brought that to the forefront of how much of marketing has a role within our weight loss, within the brain, how we perceive those things. And I think keep an eye on the shelves, keep an eye on the commercials and see if we don't see more commercials for smart ones and such. I'm, I'm so intrigued by that. I I am. I can't wait to see. Okay. That's it for us this week. We hope you have a great week. Come join us in the real WW talk, Facebook group or anywhere. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.